0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes
2: everything. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code RJBell and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bet if your team wins. That's promo code RJBell for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
2: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports
2: Radio.
5: Oh, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio, sitting in for Bertie Fratto. And straight out of Vegas, you want to be part of the show, it's real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I've been stinking genius one, and this is where I want to start, Torres. Daryl sends this in. Arnie, this is why you don't know football. Torres is is right. Protection, protection, protection. Yes. You can't get the ball to all the fancy weapons without time to get rid of the ball. It caught up with Burrow. It catches up to every quarterback. You are clueless. You know, I
6: will say this, yes. Daryl is one of our most rational, even-headed listeners.
5: Not really. So for
6: him to go all caps on you multiple times in
5: one tweet, that must have been a really awful take. By I am going to, I am going to give you two choices here. You could have choice A. I will give you the best five outf- offensive linemen in the NFL. Okay, to start your team. Sure. Or and B. I'll probably win the Super Bowl. Yep. Or B. You could have, which is who I am taking. Mahomes, Henry, Dalvin Cook, Travis Kelsey, and Stephon Diggs. So you're saying? So which that you, which you, would you rather have? Don't lie to me. Okay. Who would you, that five okay, I just gave that's you? Actually a great, or the five best that's offensive lines in the NFL? That's actually a great
6: question. Hey Arnie, I forget. How did the Super Bowl end up? I forget who who. Oh oh, the Chiefs lost because they couldn't protect Patrick Mahomes. Because Eric Fisher got hurt and so the other guy got hurt, you really want the to tell me the mighty Kansas City Chiefs could not protect Patrick Mahomes and look what happened. So you, you would I, rather you must have hate th- that? I'm always right on this. No,
5: show. no, you would rather have the best offensive lineman than have Mahomes, Henry, Cook, yes, Travis Kelsey. Yes. Why can't there be a balance?
6: Why? I mean. I, I, you asked me last hour.
5: Well, did you show. say it's about you and Daryl. Protection, protection, protection is what yes. you're telling me. It's a, a motto I live by. That's I, to I, me, it's about the skill positions. Give me the quarterback. Give me the wide receivers. Give me the running back. See, you're flashy. See, you're the guy. I like the gold chain. I have three yes. buttons on button right now. That's
6: exactly what I yes. was going to say. Yeah. You, you go to. You know, you, you, you listen. During the year, you live in a little one-bedroom apartment and eat Chef Boyardee every night. Okay, <laughs> then you you go to you go on your little vacation in Miami. You got no you, your buttons are buttoned. You got a chain. Nobody knows that when you go back home, uh, you, you're living a uh, paycheck to paycheck. But you want to bling out. You want to show off on your vacation. But nobody knows that you
5: eat Chef Boyardee every day. Do you understand? Um, if you think you're going to win in the NFL. Without a big name quarterback or wide receivers or running backs, you're not going to win. And I know you say, "Oh, protection," and look what happened in Philadelphia. You know, I'm tired of making excuses. But here's the question, though: Yeah, doesn't
6: the quarterback, in many ways, make the players like like to a degree? You know, you can say like like look at look at like the Packers, right? Like Aaron Jones, like. You know, I don't know. I just saw a lot of these guys. How good would they be in other systems? Ty- I mean, Tyree Kill's maybe the exception, but I'm just saying is like, yes, there are guys that were established even with bad quarterbacks like Mike Evans, like uh, well, Chris
5: Godwin. All those. Guys. Go ahead. Well, I'll say this. Um, let's talk about a team with a bad offensive line. The bank that had a, that had a good year though. Go ahead. Seattle, right? Russell Wilson complaining about his offensive line like there's no tomorrow. But yet they were twelve and four, won the division. How many years in a row does this guy go to the playoffs? So don't tell me you can't win. Um you know, with an average offensive line. Look at the Seattle Seahawks. I don't even know what Russell Wilson is complaining about. If I was twelve and four, I wouldn't be complaining about the offensive lineman. You know. Well, and then, but
6: you got to remember, part of it is they get to the playoffs. They can't protect him. He throws a pick six. Oh, that, I mean, he has he has DK Metcalf, maybe the most physically gifted player in the entire NFL, regardless of position. How many playoff games they
5: win? You play to win the game, Arnie. Well, I I understand that, but if you're 12-4, and you're good enough to win that division. You're good enough to win playoff games. You're not going to tell me that the offensive line wears down when the playoffs get there. You could say that about any team for the most part, you know? I just feel
6: like you got the – I, the conversation started with Joe Burrow. Okay, Now you're yeah. using extreme examples of elite teams. No, but, but, but I'm just aren't trying to elite. show you,
5: you just don't need a, a great offensive line. I think you guys, you know, you, you just a, use that as an excuse is what you're doing.
6: When you're, you put your franchise on the shoulder of a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who is from Ohio and has a chance to be a legend for your team, you need to be able to protect him. This isn't comparing it to the Seahawks who won 12 games. The Bengals didn't win 12. What'd they win, though? They probably what they went 5 which is better than they were we were expecting them. They went 411 four, and 11, 1. 411 and 1, right. And that was better than we were expecting in large part because Joe Burrow was phenomenal and they probably would have won a couple more
5: games if they could have kept him healthy. Let me ask you if if you're Joe Burrow and they close the door and they say hey Joe, who do you want us to take at the number 5 pick? Who do you think he's going to say? If, 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 if he gets to make the decision himself, what do you say? Sewell out of Oregon. Uh, would he say Jamar Chase out of LSU, who he threw to, right? Yes. Would he pick one of the Alabama wide receivers, or would he pick the offensive lineman? Who do you think he would say? So he would pick Jamar Chase because he's That's a buddy. bingo, but bingo. Let me say something yes. that you
6: always tell me, yes. because for years on this show, on our show from 8 to 11 Pacific, yeah. you always say... Well, you know Tom Brady, uh he he needs to step away from football. It's not safe for him to play at 41, 42, 43 years old. Somebody needs to tell him for his own good that he should not play. Well, guess what? Somebody oh, so he, needs to yeah. tell to to, Joe, to to tell Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow that for his own good, we know you love Jamar Chase. We know he helped you win a Heisman trophy. He won the Bolitnikov. You guys were awesome together. But you also had 5 NFL offensive linemen blocking in front of you. You don't have 5 NFL offensive linemen now with the Bengals.
5: Yeah, you probably had a, you know, probably not a fair analogy to give you because you know he's going to say Chase because of they played in college, right? You, yes. That that's the uh, you know, the obviously the the right answer there. Daryl says the best offensive line, Arnie, not the best O-lineman. The best O-lineman may not work out as well as a unit. You don't need all the best offensive linemen, but you do need the best offensive line unit. You're a dope Arn, but I love you anyway. You're just flat out wrong here. Um, I guess, well, if you don't need the best offensive lineman, you just need a bunch of average guys that work well together. That shouldn't be too tough, Torres, right? But it seems like it's tough for every team, for crying out loud, with the offensive line. I just yeah it is tough but it
6: is also a position where you can get really good value early in the draft and you can you can you can draft a guy that will be a franchise cornerstone for you and so to me I just feel like we, there's 10 great wide receivers in every single draft and oh by the way when Joe Burrow played guess what The receivers were not the issue. If you look at his stats, he threw for 2,700 yards in 10 games played. That's almost 300 yards per game. They need to get him protection. And imagine how many more yards he could throw for if they
5: could actually protect him. How many, you know, out of all these quarterbacks we're talking about, okay, uh, the Zach Wilsons, uh, you know, the Trevor Lawrence's, especially Mac Jones, which one is going to have a harder time? With these NFL guys hitting them and then trying to get up off the ground, because a lot of these, did Mac Jones get hit like more than fifty times? Uh, in the season because he's get protected so much. Which of these quarterbacks are going to be hit and say, "Wow, I, I never felt that before in my life," and be able to get back up? You know what I mean?
6: So I think the answer is pretty easy to this one. I think it's Zach Wilson, and I'll just really? say, I mean, he's t- uh, he he's he doesn't. It's weird because some guys play bigger than they look. I feel like he plays smaller. Like he doesn't look like he's six three to me. He looks like he's about five eleven. He looks. He reminds <laughs> me of Johnny Manziel, and he runs around a lot. I don't think Mac Jones is going to get hit because I think Mac Jones is smart enough to get rid of the football and know his limitations. I think Zach Wilson likes to extend plays with his feet and try to get creative and try to be. And he's going to he's going to learn the hard way. It's not easy to do in this league.
5: Yeah, you know, I'm curious to see. Uh, and we, we talked about the wide receivers, too. Um, you know, Devontae Smith and, and Waddle, you know, what's going to happen when they get hit big time in that 160-pound frame? So, you know, you, you do wonder how these guys are going to be able to go ahead and deal with the physica- physicalities when they get to the next level, you know? Well, how about Jamar Chase? I mean, he's big, but he didn't play for a year. So
6: I I just think there's it's interesting because there, there are questions about Really, just about
5: everybody except for Trevor Lawrence. Why do you keep saying that is a detriment? Uh, maybe it's a detriment when it came to the draft not playing last year, but physically, who do you think has the advantage? Uh, somebody who didn't who got the year off to rest of his body, or somebody like Mac Jones who had to play an entire year and take take whatever hits he had to take. Well, I think over the totality, if they play a ten year career, it's the guy who
6: obviously had a year off. But I do think there's something to be but said But for next year. But, we'll but say, there's yeah. something to be sa- exactly. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. There's something to be said about game reps, game speed, all of those things and to just not play football for a year? Like I'm sorry. I th- I think that matters. Well, Trey Lance only played one game, so that's like not playing football, is it? I he and that's why he's the f- he would be the fifth quarterback off the board as far as I'm concerned. Well,
5: some people still think he's going to be the, the the number 3 one uh, off the board.
6: And listen, I mean, if if Kyle, Shan- Kyle Shannon knows football better than we do, if he is definitively believes that Trey Lance should be the third guy taken, then I have no problem with it. I, I just, to me, not playing, I'm not going to criticize. It's like Plank said. I'm not criticizing anyone for deciding in a pandemic to not play football, but I do think it's going to take a while. I mean, these guys are, are, are um, uh, creatures of habit is the term. I, you know, it's funny. Eric Dickerson, who's obviously – Done so much for this network and all we do. I remember him saying the year that he had the most injuries was the year that he held out and he was late to camp and all that stuff. You would think, yeah, and you would think it'd be, well, you know, you play a 16 game schedule, maybe it was even, uh, uh, you know, whatever. 16 game schedule, preseason, all that stuff. And he was like, no, it was the year that my body clock got thrown off. And so I'm just saying, I, I don't wish. Ill will, or injury, or anything like that, but I it would worry me a little bit
5: that some of these guys haven't played in a year and a half, two years. Now, wait a minute. Don't we have more injuries when the season starts because we have a lack of preseason games, lack of hitting, we don't do two-a-days anymore, and then we have the early injuries and we say, look, we don't practice hitting, we don't practice tackling, that's why everybody's hurt, right? So it's kind of like a catch-22 here then, really.
6: So, so think about a guy that hasn't been tackled in two years now. Oh, jeez.
5: Yeah, yeah it, it, it's not going to come easy to him. That's at least the first day he's going to be pretty sore, that's for that's sure. You I'm know saying.
6: what I mean? Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't blame any of these guys, and I don't think it's going to hurt any of them that much, but I- there's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
3: visit paramountplus.com slash the shot to get a 50 percent discount off the paramount plus with showtime annual plan offer ends july 14th subscription auto renews restrictions apply
6: i mean jamar chase hasn't been hit in a year and there's there's only so many sprints and 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 bench presses you can do in a in a gym to to get you ready for uh training camp the the only thing that's going to get you ready for the physicality of the nfl is actually playing football
5: Out of the five quarterbacks, who's the fifth quarterback taken? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is that who's going to be the fifth one?
6: I believe it will be. What about you? Oh, I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? I said, I believe it. he will be the fifth quarterback taken, yes. How about you?
5: I think so, too. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be the fifth, unless somehow Mond drops up, Kellen Mond drops or goes up and somebody takes him ahead of him, which I don't see that happening. Kyle Trask? Uh, No, Kyle Trask. Though I do think Kyle Trask will end up with Tampa in like a second-round pick
6: i mean listen tom brady is 43 years old you got at some point plan on post tom brady i don't think that'd be the worst pick at all i mean i think trey lance is the kind of guy as 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 a quarterback if you're taking him in the first round i still believe as plank said i agree with plank on this it has to be in a developmental role maybe somebody like the steelers the saints somebody like that that's going to need a guy a year from now i just can't see him drafting i can't
5: see you drafting him and expecting him to play this year all right. Coming up next, it's going to be our buddy Steve Fezzik, the only back to back super contest winner. Uh, he's part of Straight Out of Vegas crew. You can check him out at pregame.com. He's next right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio
5: All right, everybody, good evening. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. We're in for Bernie Fratto and straight out of Vegas. By the way, Discover matches all the cash back you're in on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Uh, let's get out to our guest. Joining us now, he is the only back I will get to him, but he's Torres, you know he's the only back-to-back super contest winner in all of the world. You know that, don't you, Steve Fezzik? I absolutely do, and
6: I, every time we fill in for Bernie, it's embarrassing because you're asking him for tips and advice. It's just, it's very awkward.
5: I'm routine. wondering if people, like, follow him around the casino and just see what he's going to bet and then follow him and, and bet what he's going to bet, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Fezzik Sharp, his most
6: recent tweet was talking about line movement in the FCS college football playoffs today.
5: That's a man that is locked in and ready to go I want to know if he's banned at any casinos like they see him coming and they're like you're banned you can't you can't gamble here your money's not good here you you're know? banned but for different reasons <laughs> for your personality not for your gambling acumen you know Fezzik's also a blackjack uh, aficionado too you know that I did not know that actually yeah oh yeah he does all these things he's not just the sports better he's a he's a big time gambler. I don't know why we're not moving to Vegas to become big time gamblers ourselves. Too, See you know?
6: the difference is he's a good gambler and I'm not really. And so that that's why I'm not there. By the way, I am terrified for when legalized gambling eventually comes to California and I'll have an app and I can just oh beep, boop boop. Well, beep, can't boop, you do that now? Yeah, but it's uh yeah, I, I guess, yeah, but it's a little different. When it's legal, above the board, all that stuff. It's going to be
5: a lot better, though. I mean, it's going to be a lot easier, too. That's what I'm afraid of. Have they uh, legalized sports gambling in Vermont? You know what? They just did, which I'm not even sure what that means or how it's going to work out, how long it's going to be. But, yes, they just did. So um, we just figured that out. I want to go and get to our guests. As I told you, you can tweet him at Physic Sports, the only back-to-back winner of the Super Contest. He's from straight out of Vegas. Crew. you. can find them at pregame.com. It's Steve
8: Physic. How you doing, Steve? I'm here. The draft is almost upon us. So many things to bet on. How are you tonight?
5: Great. Let me ask you, how many people, how much money is bet on the draft compared to like, is it like a a normal NBA game, a playoff NBA game, a baseball game, a, a normal football game? How much money is coming in on the draft?
8: You know, that's a great question. I don't have the answer to that, but I have to feel... That it is way more than even a Monday night football game. Wow. You got to remember, this thing goes on for three days, and the product that's out there, there's literally about a hundred different propositions. So it's not the Super Bowl. But, um, no, the volume, very high on the draft.
6: Well, and Fezic, how much does that have to do with last year? It felt like everything blew up last year. There was no other sports going on to actually bet on, and it felt like the NBA, the NFL draft, excuse me, uh, the interest in it and the interest in betting on it uh, expanded, and I feel like it's rolling into this year.
8: You know, that's a huge point. We are all creatures of habit. We remember all oh, All we had was Korean ping pong and (laughs) baseball and that there wasn't anything to bet on. So we bet the draft and now that's right. I bet on the draft. And so it's come around 12 months later and we're programmed into betting it now so uh, that's what we do. Did
5: you already make a boatload of money on who the number three pick is going to be? because I guess I was listening a little bit to RJ and like a month ago you could have gotten great odds on Mac Jones and then there was great odds on Justin Fields and then great odds on Trey Lance where if you bet them all you're still going to win a lot of money. Is, is that the way it worked out or not really, Fez?
8: Well, this is funny. So I got the word that San Francisco traded to number three and I got a desperate text. Immediately, you got to go ahead and bet Fields, and you got to bet on on Trey to uh, to be the number three pick. So I bet both of them, and then I found out oh, San Francisco may well take Mac Jones. So (laughs) I basically have I've locked in a loss, if you will, because I bet all three of them. Wow. Not my best work.
5: Oh, no.
6: <laughs> Outside of that number three spot, what is the biggest bet, or what do you expect to be the biggest bet come draft night?
8: You know, I, the bet I've been making, and I probably bet too much on it, is the two Alabama wide receivers, Smith and Waddle, and I'm seeing nothing but support for Waddle, So I bet Waddle. To get drafted before Smith, I bet Smith over 10.5, I bet Waddle under 11.5, so everything basically, I need Waddle to go earlier than Smith, and if I get this one wrong, I'm not going to lose one bet, I'm going to lose three bets.
5: Wow, well, well, some of the props out there, total, total quarterbacks drafted in the first round over under 5.5, matter of fact, you can get plus 350, I see, on the over 5.5, I'm not sure what odds you have, but um, how many quarterbacks in the first round, what are you betting on that?
8: I would bet under 5.5. I think this is the squarest bet of the draft. I get it. It makes a ton of sense because of the five-year um, you know, option to go ahead and try to get a decent quarterback, 31st or 32nd. But the problem is there is no good sixth quarterback, and the Stanford quarterback, he's currently slated to go 65th and a half, so that's not even until the third round, and Trask has fallen all the way to like 77 for his projected draft Oof. slot. Because of that, I, I never want to advocate laying 450 on a bet. Nah, that's not true. I'll lay 450. Value is value <laughs> under five and a half quarterbacks.
6: So probably the, the question we should have led with Fezzik, is how, wh- what what is important to you when betting draft props? Is it the history of a team the, you, you know your knowledge of the NFL, your knowledge of college football, what do you believe are the most important variables when you're looking at all these different props?
8: None of that matters at all. All that matters is what teams are going to select, and I am not qualified to be able to determine this at all, so all I, all I do is I follow the guys that do follow all this, the mock drafts, and I'm looking for guys whose stock is rising and falling, and as evidenced by the mock drafts that are presented now, injury news and just a bad report on a player is a gold mine. Typically, the poster child, remember when uh, Tunsell had the um, infamous gas mask yes. photo right before? So he was supposed to go like ninth or tenth, and you could bet his over-under, and he fell to 13th. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for little whispers, hey, this guy has an attitude problem, he has an injury problem, and it starts to get become public. Because think about it, if you're a GM, you are putting your reputation on the line and if all the um if it's public that there's a problem with the player, you're only gonna select him if you have an extreme high confidence that he will succeed because you know you're gonna get second guess if he turns out to bust.
5: Fez you brought up the wide receivers, one of the prop bets out there, total wide receivers drafted in the first round. Under four and a half, you get plus one seventy five. I think there'll be four of them taken. I don't think there's going to be a fifth, right?
8: You know, it's interesting because there's about five guys that are all over-unders at 27.5 to 29.5. Wow. So I'm not sure who's going to go um, first, but I will tell you that there's just so many of them. And I do know that um, when, when you've got like six or seven guys that are all lined. Below 31 and a half, they're all projected by the Circus sports. I'm getting this from Circa. Uh, I think at that point I could only look to play wide receivers over. However, like you said, I don't think there'll be more than five. So we may well take a close look at uh, Tony Marshall, Moore, Bateman. And if one of them starts to fall out of favor, play him over 28 and a half or over 29 and a half.
6: This isn't really like a betting question specifically, Fezzik, but every year there is some big surprise on draft night. Baker Mayfield I don't think was projected to go number 1 till about less than 24 hours before the draft. Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky. Is there one guy, I mean outside obviously we know number 3 is kind of the inflection point of the entire draft. Is there one guy that you just feel really good based on all the mock drafts and everything that you've read is either completely overvalued, completely undervalued, anybody like
8: that? You know Pitts, the tight end. I keep hearing about how he's he's a lock, a generational player, and he's the um, he's the can't miss pick. And because of that, I gotta feel he's going to go uh, under five and a half. He'll go in the Ooh. top five picks, just because. And now you got you got to pay big for it. you got to play minus minus one sixty five. But so many people are saying that that um, I think it's going to be hard for him to fall past number five.
5: I thought he was going to fall to number six to the Dolphins, but we'll see what happens there. Who's most likely to move up? A Denver, the Patriots, uh, the Cowboys. You tell me. The Chargers, Washington. Who's most likely to trade up?
8: Well, I don't think the Cowboys will move up because they're so hurting on defense. They probably can get their pick of any defender. Sir yeah, but they want pits, 10. though,
5: right? They want pits badly, don't they?
8: Why would they want pits? They've got nothing but offense.
5: Because <laughs> Jerry defense. Jones
6: says it. <laughs> See, you're like the Jerry Jones. over. All you want to do is draft wide receivers one after the other. Aren't I didn't mean to cut you off, Fezzik, but Go ahead, Steve. <laughs>
8: no it's um it, it's it's certainly true that it sells tickets to have all these receivers, but that you know we all fell in love with when they drafted lamb and we were like oh they're unstoppable well they're never going to have on offense well, their offense was good but if um if they can't stop anybody on defense, what good does it do you
6: last one from me Fezzik. uh I saw you tweet earlier today about some line movements in the fcs college football playoffs uh what has been the interest i mean obviously it's live actual football are people rushing the window to bet these games i mean what are the what is the interest in this uh this this truncated spring season of fcs football
8: almost no interest and wow I, it's all about tv you put it on, on espn 3 instead of espn and no one's watching it and in fact, I spoke with Matt Metcalf over at Circa, and he's the, uh, the head lines maker. And Circa's doing great things with Stadium Swim downtown Las Vegas. Great new property. And he for a couple weeks, he didn't even put lines up, even though many feel Circa's the best sports book right now in Vegas. He's, and I asked him, and I said, are you getting beat on these um, games? The Sharps beating you? And he's like, no, we're just not getting any action. It's not worth our time.
5: Wow! Wow! All right, before we let you go, uh, what can I get my New York Knicks to win the championship uh, right now? What kind of odds can I get them?
8: You know, I the, the Knicks have not been on my radar. That's a great point. I, I I think the last time I checked, they were around eighty to one, and Woo! obviously after winning all these games in a row, the problem is is that you know the NBA is not like the NFL, In the NFL a wild card can go ahead and win the play. They can make a run in the playoffs. There's just um, it's so difficult to win a seven-game series when you're the inferior team. I just can't get there.
5: Yeah, Bernie says he's going to send a private plane for us if the Knicks win the championship. So,
8: (laughs) well, Bernie is a man of his word. Yeah, uh...
5: (laughs) Steve Fezzik, the only two-time Superbook champion. You want to check him out on Twitter at Fezzik Sports. Steve, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll catch up with you later on.
8: Let's do a best bet: Minnesota Vikings over eight and a half season wins.
5: Oh, Minnesota. I like Jacksonville. What about that? Jacksonville over six or no?
8: Uh, if you can get six over uh, six and a half, I think is the correct number.
5: Ooh, ooh, I like that. All right. Thanks, Fez. We'll speak to you later on, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thank Steve business. Fezzik, everybody. Love that. Uh, we're going to come back. We'll touch on some of the stuff he brought up. But first, let's check in. Let's see what's trending with B. Finn the first time tonight. Who I love, B. Finn, in his right. Malibu
9: mansion. Right. What's going on, B. Finn? Arnie, I just wanted to say congratulations to your alma mater, the Arizona Wildcats, uh, for winning a you. football game. It was the spring game, but that win is one more win than they had all of last season Arr! in 2020. Last
6: last time we saw him, it was, what, 77-7 to 7? Yeah, against Arizona State. 70 7. I'm sorry. I hate you
9: guys. Yeah, just an emasculation. That's so mean. From that, we segue into UFC 261. Kamaru Usman keeping the welterweight title by knocking out and essentially filleting Jose Masvidal in the second round with an avalanche of punches. In the NBA, the Nuggets shaved down the Rockets 129-116. Michael Porter Jr. pouring out a season-high 39 points. The Jazz face plant to the Timberwolves 101-96. Minnesota had 13 steals. The Lakers let go of a 17-point lead Self-destruct to the Mavericks, 108-93. to Anthony Davis does squeeze out 17 points, but he bricked 14 of 19 attempts. And after the game, he spoke about the urgency of stringing together wins towards the end of this regular season.
7: We've got to keep fighting. Oh, I think we've got like 12 games left before the playoffs, so these last 12 are going to be crucial for us. And we've got to be able to get some wins. But it's is a tough one for us, and you know, Orlando and, and uh, D.C. are our must-wins for it for sure.
9: Anthony Davis conducting that interview underneath water. <laughs> <laughs> the heat dice up the Bulls 106 to 101, Duncan Robinson bagging 7 triples and 23 points. To baseball, the Dodgers walk all over the Padres' bullpen, 5-4 the final score. L.A. scored three runs after San Diego pulled starter Blake Snell. Fernando Tatis Jr., two jacks. The Athletics increase its winning streak to 13 games after discrediting the Orioles 7-2. The Marlins hit a pair of home runs to consume the Giants 5-2. The Phillies swerve by the Rockies 7-5. Reese Hoskins totes two home runs and five RBI. The White Sox shiver past the indians 2-1 in a walk-off and the rays got the blue jays 5-3 toronto left nine runners on base and with that we send it back to our man aaron torres and the richard Dreyfus of sports radio wow. arnie spanier i'll take that richard Dreyfus. he's yeah. a big time actor what's wrong with richard Dreyfus? vomiting <laughs> well both of you guys have like no hair left
5: Oh, uh, taking a shot. Richard yeah. a, is a big-time guy. What are you talking about?
9: Well, I was more going for physical appearance. Okay, I didn't know what he looks like now. Appreciate that. All <laughs> right, you
5: want to get in? Aaron underscore Torres. I'm in. stinking genius one. Uh, real quick, I want to read this from Roger, because he takes a shot at really at you and Daryl, who says, hey, the Super Bowl was an anomaly. How many games did Mahomes win with a patchwork line this year? And for that matter, his NFL career. He made that line look much better than they were. The coaching choked in the Super Bowl watch out this year. Um, plus, didn't they get to the Super Bowl without patch line work? Matter of fact, Mitchell Schwartz was out, was it six weeks, eight weeks, something, in uh, the other offensive lineman? They went a long time without those guys, and they were able to get to the Super
6: Bowl, Torres. Well, outside of the AFC Championship game where they destroyed the B- Buffalo Bills, how often were we saying, wow, another close game for the Kansas City Chiefs? And yes, they won. I get it. Right. But on the flip side... The question I think could be asked, uh, I I don't want to say they underachieved, because they did not underachieve. To be abundantly clear, that's not what I'm saying. But there were a lot of close games that could have gone the other way, and it ended up catching up with them in the Super Bowl. And so, I I mean, I I don't know. There was a lot of close games that could have gone the other other way. They happened to win a bunch of them. But it's not as though they were peaking down the stretch. And so when you don't have the transformational quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, that's where the issue comes in.
5: All right. Do you want to get in? Aaron underscore Torres. I'm in stinking Genius 1. Um, just some of the stuff on what Fezzik had to say. I was kind of surprised when I asked him who's going to move up, and then I threw in the Cowboys at the last minute. He's like, well, why are the Cowboys moving up? I know they love Pitts. Jerry's been talking about him now for like a, a couple of weeks. I don't know. Is that just smoke and mirrors? I don't I'm not sure, but I know that if he's there on the board and the Cowboys have the pick, they're going to take him. At least I think they are, Torres. I, I believe they are. Remember what happened last year? CeeDee Lamb?
6: Right. We don't. They don't need receivers. They need this. They need that. And then CeeDee Lamb was on the board and he went, listen. That was a Jerry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jerry was pick, on his yacht. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's never forget. Yeah. Jerry can't <laughs> help himself. I, will they trade up? I don't know that they'll
5: trade up. But- no, they, now, they may not trade up. I would agree with you on that. Yes. And
6: here's the other thing, and I think this is a fair point. You just paid Dak Prescott a lot of money. Why aren't you going to put him in position to best have the chance for success? And this guy obviously is a gifted player. You put him alongside Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
0: Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.
3: visit paramountplus.com/ the shot to get a 50 percent discount off the Paramount plus with Showtime annual plan offer ends July 14th subscription auto renews restrictions apply
6: Elliot whoever I don't think it's the worst thing I, I I mean I I still
5: believe they will go defense. But if they need a defensive player so bad, um, is a drafted defensive player going to make a difference, or is it going to be a um, uh, a veteran that you pick up off the scrap heat, or uh, somebody that you could going to sign for free agency? It could be either. I mean, it's, this isn't the NBA. I mean, NFL rookies
6: do have success early on in their careers. I think it's just a matter of, uh, I, I don't think Kyle Pitts will be available when they draft, so they would have to trade up. But I think assuming that he's not available, the one thing I will say, if he's not available, they're
5: not going to take another wide receiver because those—that's the only offensive player well, you can take, right? Where's Pitts going to go then? Is he going to end up number number five to Cincinnati, where you said that they need the better good offensive lineman for Burroughs, But yet they're going to go for the weapon.
6: Well, I would say if Atlanta keeps their pick, I think he's in play at four, and then if not. Arnie's Miami Dolphins will have to get you a triple XL Pitts jersey
5: gonna, to go with your Tua jersey. He's going to skip over Cincinnati, you believe then? I don't think that. Maybe I mean it's possible. I, I I'm very curious. What Matter of fact, CBS's does. mock draft. I just pulled up CBS one. They have Trey Lance going number three, Justin Fields number four, and Kyle Pitts number five. I don't know too many of them that have it in that order there, and to be honest with you. I
6: feel like we're getting a little more Trey Lance buzz as we get closer to this. It track.
5: is. I don't know what that is. Are, are people just taking a guess there, or they don't feel like Mac Jones should be number three? I don't. I don't know what it is, but I, I don't know why we're getting the Trey Lance buzz all of a
6: sudden. This happens every single draft. We have too much time. We over-evaluate. We talk ourselves into stuff. I. I don't feel confident about a lot of things. Trey Lance is not going number three to San Francisco.
5: He's not. By the way, they also say in CBS that if the Dolphins don't get Pitts, they'll get Jamar Chase. The wide receiver at number six, and they have the Patriots trading up to number seven and getting Mac Jones at quarterback at number seven. Here's my question: If yeah. we're so
6: convinced that uh, Joe Burrow is going to push for his former college, we're re- not convinced. Te- but yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing. If, yeah, yeah. If we're guessing that he's going to push for his former college teammate, uh, who's obviously Jamar Chase. Why aren't we assuming that behind the scenes, uh, Kyle, Why behind the scenes that Tua is pushing for his college teammate, either Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle?
5: He could, but didn't one of them say that Mac Jones was a better quarterback? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I'd have to cross that guy off my list. <laughs>
6: yeah, dead to me. <laughs>
5: You. You're dead to me. That That's, that's true. All right. Uh, you want to get in? Aaron underscore Torres. I've been sticking Genius 1. Uh, we'll get to a bunch of picks. Matter of fact, uh, McKenzie, Mackinon Sports, will join us next. He'll give us his best two picks. So we'll see what Mack is like. And that's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
0: If you design, engineer, build, or maintain buildings in California, you can get free technical training, continuing education credits, and prepare for a range of certifications through PG&E's online classes. Enroll at pge.com training.
4: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world.
2: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
5: Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Matter of fact, it's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen report limitations apply. Let's get right to our guest. He's the producer and head of research for pregame and straight out of Vegas.
7: It's Mackenzie Rivers. How you doing, Mac? Doing great. Great to be here, boys. Before we get into the San Francisco Warriors, I have to ask you a question. Aaron, I just heard in the last segment you said definitively. Uh-oh. The San Francisco 49ers will not take Trey Lance. Yes, you want to bet? Wow.
6: Yeah. We're, I mean, it depends what, what we're betting, yeah. what the odds are, all that stuff. But sure.
7: Uh, dinner at um, maybe Caesar's buffet. Sound, oh, sound good? Next like time you're that. in Vegas,
6: I would love to. I would love that. Yeah. Tell me you're why. The, what, what you're thinking no, on that? No, we got we to gotta settle. We got to finalize. We got to finalize. Okay. Okay, so, okay. Go ahead. So dinner right, at so, Caesar's buffet next time I'm in Vegas.
7: Yeah, I think it's the, the Bacala okay. Lounge or some some and, fancy name like that if, it has.
6: And if Trey Lance goes three, I no, pay? Okay, go here, ahead. What here's are the, the thing.
7: I got a proviso, as they say. Mm-hmm. My bet is that the that the 49ers take Lance. I have a feeling it's going to be not at three, but I don't know that. But if, if the 49ers take Lance, I win. The 49ers take anybody else at any other point, you win. That sound good?
5: Sounds great to me. Let's go. Wow, I like that. Well, what what you're thinking there? Why uh do you think that there's a chance that they'll take
7: uh, Trey Lance? Play action. When I was 4 years old and I thought the Super Bowl was something that we were all going to do together and grab some chili uh, and, and I watched the 49ers. We we did a lot of play action and then in 98 when I saw them play the Super Bowl, the the Broncos and the Mike Shanahan, we did a lot of play action. Greg Cosell said he's never seen a prospect so adept, kind of like a young Brady. At the play-action game and with his athleticism, I think it's it's a no-brainer in the 49ers-Shanahan system. A guy like that would change football. I'm very excited to see what happens next Thursday. Wow.
6: Very wow. interesting. So what does that mean for Justin Fields? Let's just stick with Justin Fields as opposed to Mac Jones. Do you think it's a total free fall? Do you think somebody trades up to four? What do you what do you project for Justin Fields?
7: I don't see who needs him. I, I think it's a free fall. I think he might fall to Denver. Because the 49ers, from everything I've heard, it's Lance, Jones. There is a debate there, but Fields is not among that debate, so it's kind of interesting that he's second favorite. And I don't think the the Falcons have anything but, but Kyle Pitts in their minds so maybe there's a trade-up, but I don't see Fields going before four. And that's his over under three and a half. So make yourself a little money. My bet would be over Fields at three and a half.
5: All right. Well, first of all, what odds are you getting? And what are your best bets of, of the draft? What are you what are you going with? What are your best bets?
7: That would be my best bet. Over three and a half. You gotta lay minus one seventy for Justin Fields. So you gotta say that's a, about a 58% chance. I think it's much higher than that. Like I said, I think the 49ers are debating between Lance and Jones, and I don't think the Falcons take a quarterback. So you gotta lay the lumber, but over three and a half for Justin Fields would be my best bet Ooh. so far in the 2020 NFL draft. Wow!
6: What about we talked about this with Fezic a minute ago? The idea of you could get pretty good value on over five and a half, over five and a half. Yes, quarterbacks taken. Yeah. He thought that was a little too. He thought while it was square, the right play would be to take the under. Where do you stand on the quarterbacks?
7: I was very surprised to see him say that because. Without a strong, kind of like when you're buying a stock versus shorting a stock, you gotta really, really be convinced if you're shorting a stock. You gotta be really, really convinced on a, on a wager if you're laying minus 600 under five and a half quarterbacks. I've heard many smart people, including Michael Lombardi, saying, hey, there's gonna be someone desperate at 28, 29, trade up for a Kyle Trask or a Kellen Mund. You only need 25% chance to be profitable in that scenario. So I would take the four to one with the over. But hey, you know I'm not. I haven't. I don't have a boat and a yacht like Steve Fez. So you know, <laughs> take that for what, take that for what it is.
5: What about the wide receivers? We asked Fez about this total wide receivers drafted in the first round over under
7: four and a half. What are you thinking about that? It's very interesting. There's two minds about this. One idea is that receivers as a whole draft asset could be uh, discounted. You know, there's a wave in the league to play more inside, play more tight ends. The other idea is maybe. Through all the tape work, the the best NFL analysis says, hey, there's five good receivers. So as long as one of those five are there, we're fine. That means once one, two, it's kind of like dominoes. Once one, two, three go, then four and five become incredibly more valuable. You might see a run, like a run on housing, a run on wide Mm -hmm. receivers late in the draft. That would be something interesting to watch for.
5: He's Mackenzie Rivers, producer, head of research for pregame and straight out of Vegas. Mac. we'll see how you do. Good luck. Enjoy the draft. We'll catch up with you later on, buddy.
7: Thank you, guys. Appreciate Take it. Mackenzie Rivers. By the way, what
5: was your bet again, Torres, with, with Mac, What did you bet again? again? Yeah,
6: me and Mackenzie. I guess we're going to Caesars Buffet. Uh, uh, I get uh, the 49ers. I get the field except for Trey Lance, and he gets Trey Lance. So... I will gladly pay up on that bet
5: if I lose it. So, well, there, you know what i I thought for sure I was going to be wrong, and I was just assuming that San Francisco was going to take Mac Jones at at, at number three. So. We'll... We'll see how that all plays out. I got to say our thank yous. We got to thank Roberto and the crew. Chris, of course, helping out Vince, our producer, DeSager. Don't forget Brian Finley and his mansion in in Malibu uh, for helping my partner, Torres. Um, thanks to Bernie for letting us fill on in. Uh, Bernie will be back next week. Chris Plank sitting in for Jason Martin. He's coming up next. Stick around for him. Nobody talks draft better than Plank
1: here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
9: That's 18 plus.